What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into the show. I wanted to take some time out and talk to you today about my good friend Chris Cars over at SwitchCustomApparel.com. Switch Custom Apparel is your one-stop shop for all your business and promotional needs. Chris is personally working with me to help build my t-shirt for this very podcast. Chris is an awesome guy to work with, and he can help you with any of your promotional, logo, or embroidery needs. Reach out to him on switchcustomapparel.com or reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and I will put you in touch with Chris. That is all for now. Let's get right to the show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into Near Falls with D. Hall, a wrestling podcast. Here we go. What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into another edition of Near Falls with D Hall, a wrestling podcast. Today, the feature guest is none other than Pittsburgh native Vincenzo Joseph. Super excited to get into Chenzo's story. Um, you know, I feel we were just talking a little bit before we hit the record button, man. I feel like I've known Chenzo forever, but I've never even ha- had a sit down conversation with him. He's rolled around with my brother and a bunch of his buddies. So I'm excited to get into it. But with all that being said, Let's yeah. bring him in. <laughs> yeah, man. Me and uh, me and Nate go way back. You know, the, yeah. the whole West A- West Day gang out there. You know, all those guys. Right. Tough, tough scrappers, man. It's, it's been a, it's been a while though. It really has. Yeah, man. It is. And and I was telling, I was so excited when we finally figured out a good day to come on. I'm telling my brother last night at dinner. He was like, "Oh yeah." He was like, "That'll be a good interview." I was like, "But the funny thing is, man, because." Like some of those guys are removed from like the wrestling scene, mm-hmm. so they don't know that you're doing a podcast with Bash and how sick yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, just pump it up, man. <laughs> exactly. That's what I tell them. Like, like, well, you think he'll be a good talker? I'm like, yeah, dude, he has a podcast. Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, I do, I do this occasionally, right? I have gotten better right. Yeah, so let's gotta, let's get it. Into, it does take some time, right? So let's get into it. Like, yes, Chenzo, uh, man. I feel like the place to start is the earliest I remember you, man, was the Cobra Wrestling Room. Yeah. Believe it or not. So, damn. So, that was Shard Valley back in the day, right? And and you had Johnson and uh, um, I'm sorry, who's who am I blanking on? What was the head coach's name? Uh, Scott Hutton. Yes, Scott Hutton and Scotty's the son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you go far back that far for as far as I can remember. Was something was wrestling just always a part of your life? Yeah, man. So I mean, I started wrestling when I was five years old, right? And um, you know, I was always like a like a small, really small kid too. So like, I didn't I didn't really play a ton of other sports. I you know, I played like football and baseball, like you know, whenever I was you know, I got a little older, I played those for a few years and stuff. But really, it was just kind of wrestling all the time. And you know, I still I still do a lot of stuff that I learned from you know Coach Hutton all those years ago, right? Man. Freaking um, 
Mark McKnight, another guy, he's one of our NLWC right. coaches. He was one of Hutton's guys too, man. Right. So, like, me and him, you know, we'll chit chat about that, you know, every once in a while. That, Isn't uh, that crazy? Like the connections yeah. that are like through Pittsburgh and, and just the guys that you meet and that you talk to that just based around here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's um, we have connections that, they run deep, man. Like everyone right. kind of knows everyone kind of knows everybody too. Right, right. And that was the same thing with us, man. Before we got on, I was like, Well, I know him already. And I'm sure he probably knows who I am before right. we even get on. Yeah. Um, so moving on to kind of your next portion of your life, I would have to bring up Sonny, right? I mean, you have to you probably met Sonny, and I'm assuming around youth age. Yeah, so I um I, I tell the story occasionally too, you know, so I, I'll just get into a little bit how I started wrestling. I went to private yeah. schools my whole life. And, um, you know, my brother, Chartier's Valley's like a uh, wrestling program came to my like private small school. You know, I was in kindergarten. There was probably 15 kids in my class. I went to a little like tiny Catholic school and uh, they tried to get kids from local you know, schools because I was in the city to come wrestle. And my brother wanted to. They went to his class. So my parents just kind of sent me with him. Okay. Um, my brother wrestled like a year or two, quit, but like, I was like, you know, I was a tough little kid. So, um, I guess, uh, coach Hutton like saw me practicing with like the CV, like youth team and was like, Hey, like he needs to come to the club practice right. essentially. So I started going to that, you know, toughened me up a little bit. Dude was cra crazy guy, man. But like, I've heard yeah, stories. He, I was he never, was, he was the man though. He, yeah. I've heard like this, those practices were grueling. I was actually never a part of those. I mean, some of my best friends like Troy, uh, Troy and Aaron were in mm -hmm. them and they remember you fondly. They're like, Oh yeah. I, I remember, Ch I remember Chenzo when he was five years old. <laughs> I wrestled, I wrestled Aaron in college. Yeah. We were going to get into that dude. Yeah. We're going to get into that, so, which is wild. And that was like, whenever I was a little kid, like that was like my role model at our club. Right. Like that was right. like my guy. Um, we ended up wrestling in college, which was kind of crazy. But mm -hmm. anyway, Sonny ended up coming and running one of our practices one day. Right. Because uh, our coach couldn't make it in. So Sonny came and like ran practice and it was torture. It was terrible. <laughs> and, you know, like I was just, I guess he liked me a lot too. And then like he came to my dad after and was like, hey, you know, you should bring him to my club. Mm -hmm. So I like, Shortly after that, I started going out to Franklin Regional, wrestling with those guys. I was like seven or eight. My first mm -hmm. my first ever practice was with Michael Kemmer, and he beat the crap out of me. Oh, so, my gosh. Like, so, like, people don't understand. Like, I try to tell people, and Chenzo, we're going to get into this, man. But your guy's class, like my brother's age, like your class is the best class that Whippeal will ever see. That four-year so. span of kids is just unbelievable but yeah go ahead continue with the story that's that's pretty much it and then from then on i just kind of started wrestling with sunny then he coached me from that moment and like you know i still worked out with you know coach hutton and all those guys too i was yeah. i would do both um for a few years but then you know coach sunny he ended up being my high school coach and everything and i still talk to him pretty frequently so right so getting into your high school years man you went to central mm -hmm. um right down the street uh, from Pitt. And uh, what was it like to kind of go to a school where you also had a bunch of other good kids come in and wrestle with you? And um, you really started to achieve, achieve a high level of success. Um, but for me, I'm looking down your career, man. Obviously, you're a stud in youth, and you, and you kind of just grinded through everyone. And you hit a little lull patch in your, in your high school career, and then you turn into a new level between your sophomore and junior year. Did something click yeah. in between there? 
Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I grew up a little bit. That um that helped me a lot too. And mm-hmm. I almost quit like a few times my sophomore year. I just like didn't really like it. Um, it was just I was cutting a lot of weight. You know, it was just getting kind of growing. I was my coaches were trying to get me go to go down another weight class. And you were already cutting a shit. And I was, like, and I was already, yeah, like I, I was already like I like I, you know, I came in pretty heavy and I was dressing one twenty and like that like wasn't fun to make. And they're like, hey, like you're a one thirteen pounder. And I was like, dude, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, so that never happened. I wrestled on twenty. Obviously, yeah. But I um I guess I think after that I just kind of let my body grow. Yeah. You know, and then over the summer I ended up wrestling, you know, like one thirty eight at Fargo. I wrestled like three weight classes higher. And, and like, did you I, cut any weight for that or just kind of showed up and wrestled? I just I just kind of went and wrestled. You know, I I cut, you know, a few pounds, but not really. Right. I don't really count that cutting any weight. I had to just right. you know, monitor it. But, yeah, and that kind of felt great. And then ever since then, you know, I just kind of let myself get bigger. And then that next year, my junior year, I got a lot better. I just kind of started having a lot more fun with it. Just, you know, I was – it was more so, I guess, like play wrestling and practice, right? Mm-hmm. Like having fun rather than just like reps, 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 like mm-hmm. all the time. Just a little bit different stuff, and that kind of. So, how did you out. unlock that, man? Did you just start just doing that in practice, or you know, because ever since I've been around Sonny and everything I've heard from Sonny, like you said, it's reps, 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 repetition, reti- you know, repetition. Uh, did you kind of just find that in the practice room? I started wrestling with him a lot. Okay, nice. So, yeah, like me, like so, I'd say probably my junior year, he was probably my main partner. Okay. Um, him, Tony Palumbo. I'm sure you remember mm-hmm. Tony. Yeah. And then we would have like other guys would come in, like more so my senior year. Mm-hmm. We'd have like Kellen would come in, Kellen yep. Stout, my Lebanon kids, then like Wenzel and Nauman and all the yep. South Park kids would come in too. So we had we had a room, but that helped me a ton too. But I think just wrestling with him and yep. like you know just being able to feel the way he would like move, the way he would uh flow through positions and stuff like that it kind of like helped me like unlock like a new level of like just like feel really. right right so, right and that's pretty much it right so you i mean you unlocked it you go back to back state championships and you know then you got a decision to make man and and you know i gotta ask this with everyone but i've never had a guy on like you that is highest level so when penn state him calling was an easy decision i mean you uh, for me i thought you were gonna end up a pig you know, I watched you practice at the PWC room. I watched you work out there with all those guys you just mentioned, Jake Wenzel, uh, mm-hmm. Cam Jacobs, and my brother. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to go to Pitt, and then you end up going to Penn State. Uh, was it just kind of the way you were wrestling? You said that feel, the openness. Obviously, Penn State guys are known for that. Is it kind of right. an easy uh, transition? Yeah, I mean, I just thought I really fit in wrestling-wise with these guys. Mm-hmm. Just, um, you know, like – uh, you know, I have good defense. I like to try to score when I can, but I think my defense is the best part of my wrestling. But, you know, experimenting new stuff instead of just, you know, head down, grind, which right. you, know, you, you can do that too when you need to, obviously. But yeah. I, I just thought it was the best fit for me wrestling-wise, and I thought that if I wanted to be the best that I can, you know, achieve mm-hmm. the highest level that it was for Vincenzo that I can, that Penn State was the place. So, you know, this is where we're going to impact most of this, man. You get to Penn State, um, you know, you you take a red shirt right off the bat. Um, was that red shirt ever being considered to be pulled at that time when you were there? Yeah, a few times. I figured. I figured um, it was. I was looking at it because Gino Morelli was the 65 that year, right? Right. And I um, so I came in as a 57-pounder, too, and mm-hmm. I was having a heck of a time making that. I was pretty brutal. So um, I ended up going up 65 and 
there was a uh, definitely consideration of having me wrestle at the Big Ten tournament. They were considering it until like the the day that they had to submit who our lineup oh, was. Oh my goodness gracious! And um, so you're in a situation like that. Is it just stay ready all the time? Yeah. Um, in the back of my mind, I was pretty nervous. You know, I I was ready wrestling wise, mentally wise. I don't think I was though, because I was like, oh, I was like, I'm still, you know, I'm still a kid. I don't know if I can wrestle with these with these men like that but like we we wrestled off and everything too like it was um yeah it was it was a real thing and like no you know nothing against gino i gino's one of my good friends i love gino he just um freak athlete he kind of would turn it off and matches a little bit i always felt bad for him you know he always had like a it was like a little practice room warrior yes yeah you hear about guys like that everyone knows a few of them right guys are just at practice and competition just turn it off yeah but yeah, man, it was considered a little bit, but we never got to it. <laughs> this man, you take your retro season. What was it like to kind of you talk about, you know, you wrestling Aaron? And Aaron was one of those guys that you looked up to in the Cobra room. What was it like wrestling a guy like that uh, right off the bat uh, in college? Obviously, went in your way. I think at that point, it was just two different levels, but it had to have been weird. It was, it was a little weird. Um, I was excited, though. I was like, all right, I was like, this is going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I was I, I was com- I was pretty confident going into the match. Um, <laughs> Aaron, you hear that? Right? I love it. But like that's just I wrestled Tyler Mannion my freshman year too, and we were on right. the same high school team. He wrestled 152 as a senior when I was 106 pounds. Right. And we wrestled my redshirt year. Um, yeah, it was crazy. But you know, it was it's just weird. Things just come full circle. You know, mm-hmm. like man, like I used to. You know, this guy was like guy i looked up to you know i wanted to wrestle like him mm-hmm. and uh, i ended up wrestling him yeah. many 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 years later down the line so same crazy. size and like it was cool you know we, we talked before after the match like it was just it was good i haven't seen him in years at that point. right but, right you know, it was just like i said it was cool to experience and you know it's something i'll remember forever i love that man and that's such a cool story and i know aaron will definitely appreciate that <laughs> You know, so the next year you follow, you're like, all right, they release you. You're going, it. you're going, right? You're you're hitting the ground running 165. What was it like? <laughs> what was it like, man? All right, so my first my first match was at West Point, actually. Right, I was going to bring this up, so I'm glad you brought it up before I did. Right, so my first match at West Point that went fine. You know, it was right. a I wrestled well. Um, second match, home match, was against Stanford never wrestled in an atmosphere like rec hall before ever and like what's that like dude because it's your first time now you're a veteran vet call rec hall is like your place but what was that like dude first time that's wow i was shitting my pants dude it was <laughs> it was it was terrifying um there's like it. there's like people like on top of you right so like right. you know and i'm not really used to that our you know my high school gym we had seven people watching our matches um so it was just something like that but Right. It's it was pretty um it's different, it's a little threatening. So first ever match at Red Call, I'm wrestling dude from Stanford. He's you know, senior or maybe a junior, but he's a vet. Um big strong dude, and he freaking right away. I'm like, I'm so nervous, so I just shoot right away. Just mm-hmm. take a half ass bad, like reach lunge shot half right right away, and he just hammers me with the headlock. Mm-hmm. Crashes me. So mm-hmm. I gotta put him on my back. Uh, I got up losing six one. I shoot again, bam, another one. I'm losing <laughs> I'm losing twelve to one within a minute. 
Oh my god. So so you're down 12 1. What do you do, man? You look over to Kale like you're like, hey man, <laughs> that sucks. And what can you do in that situation? You just gotta keep wrestling, I guess. Yeah, so I was, you know, bonehead at first, right? I'm like, oh, I'm down 12 1. I gotta, you know, I gotta pin this guy right now. Like, mm-hmm. so I just try to, you know, go for broke, get myself mm-hmm. a little tired, waste more time. Um, ended up, you know. You know, Coach Casey's like screaming at me from the corner, like, right. you know, like freaking go get, go take him down, dude. Just go get some takedowns. Right. right. Like, go, go get some takedowns, get him tired. Then, you know, we'll get to it. I ended up losing 18 to 12, but wow, I, I got a takedown with like 10 seconds left to not get majored. So I was pretty happy about that. But okay. like okay. that, that was the only good takeaway from that match, though. But, but the thing is, you found a positive in that match as a takeaway. You know right. what I mean? That's, I think that's all about moving forward. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that Penn State guys, you look at – I mean, you're not the only guy to lose one of their first matches as a freshman. You know what I mean? Carter just did it this year, right? It was it was pretty much the exact same thing. Me, me and Carter had very similar freshman years, actually, right. if you look at it. That's, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And because you guys both – you lost at Big Tens, right? And then you turn yeah. around and beat the same guy at Nationals. Yeah, and like, you know – Mike, like he he beat Michael Cameron. I'm I, we're actually gonna have him on uh, on Bash pretty soon here. He's Love it. Love one, it. one of one of my homies, but he's that's a good wrestler right there. That's yes. a very good wrestler, and you know that's for Carter. And you uh, know, obviously, you're talking about you've wrestled him. What you're seven and eight years old, and you've known him forever. So, what's it like to know to go into that match? Obviously, Carter's like one of your teammates, and you've I, if you're anything like me, I'm like I've been watching Carter Soraki since he's been freaking eight years old too you know yeah. what I mean? and he just come in and just turned it to a completely different level man he's just a monster he's um he's one of the most like mentally tough people i've ever you know encountered he just mm-hmm. super hardworking. um you know that's a like like you said that's a weird match for you know for me right because right. like oh, that's to I your voice really exactly it's exactly what it is like i'm yeah. very close with both of them so it was a little weird. Um, I'm gonna, you know, go with the Penn State guy at the other day because right, absolutely. That's my that's my alma mater, and I would want him to do the same thing, right? Whenever, mm-hmm. whenever me and Marinelli are wrestling, you know, like I'm sure he's torn, but you know, Marinelli's his teammate. That's just absolutely. the way. That's just the way it goes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But man, that dude turned it up. Yeah, and, and you know, so you, we can't. I can't have you on a podcast, and we can't not talk about the pen in the finals, man. So let right. me break this down to you. So. Just so you know, you're on the mat. You you get the fall in the finals at my house. I have I'm having I have a house in Mount Washington. All the uh, Nate, uh, Cam, uh, Eli, Siples there, Rob Lee. All um, those kids are my house, bro. They go freaking nuts. You they see you run up. They jump in. You see old Vic jump. You know, yeah. jump in your dad's arms, man. And Cam's in the corner. He's like, "Go ahead, Vic. Go ahead, chance up, man." <laughs> Go it ahead, was Vic. the coolest. Fe- it was the coolest feeling, man. Because we all knew you, and we knew what a moment was. But what was that like to freaking get that ball and just roll back like you did? Uh, it was cool, man. You know, I was, that's a moment that we, you know, we work our whole lives for, you know, moments like that. And it was it was very cool. I kind of blacked out. I don't remember it super well. <laughs> but <laughs> I just I mean, remember obviously. I just remember that it was sick. Of um, course. No, nah, like it was it was great. Um it the team too, like that the team atmosphere really like does it also like you right. winning, like as an individual is freaking awesome. Like don't get, you know, 
Don't right. get me wrong there, but like we had five guys win that year, just like, and we just kind of like you know feeding off each other and stuff like that, and like you get up for your teammates. Like, I was um, I was sitting you know in the chairs waiting to get on the podium, and Bo Jordan and Mark Hall wrestling, mm-hmm. and me and Isaac Jordan are both standing up in the chairs screaming at like the entire <laughs> match. Like everyone else is there, just like sitting down, like tired, like all right, like yeah. long season, you know, we're done. Like right, right, time right. time to chill out for a little bit, and you know, me and this other dude, we're going freaking nuts because. You know, his his cousin's wrestling and one of my best friends is wrestling. So, like, getting after it. And that's, (laughs) like, Mark won. Crazy awesome match. Both dudes, you know, put it on the line a ton. And that's what what it's all about. It's just. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about the kind of the craziness of the brotherhood, man. And I know uh, you, you have friends all over the place in the wrestling community. What's it like, you know, obviously you got your Penn State guys, but what's it like to kind of know that there's more dudes out there that all I've I've yet to find a guy in the wrestling community that's just an asshole, to be honest with you. I know a couple I can point you in their direction if you <laughs> if you want me to. Just a few though. Right, but, right. No, man, I, I talk about it all the time. Like I love the wrestling community. Yeah. It's just um most sports, you know, sport community incredible, but wrestling is just a little different, even like like yeah. yeah it just between everyone, the guys, the girls, you know, the Greco people, like we all just kind of have like, cause we, we know like what we do is crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah That's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. So like, and we all have kind of have that understanding, but we love it. Mm-hmm. And we kind of just click from that and everyone, you know, we kind of have each other's backs and I think it's just a good, like it's a small community. We're tight knit, but mm-hmm. we represent it well. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, you know, so we move on to kind of your, your next year in college uh, same situation, man. You lose at Big Tens. You turn it around. What's the mindset? You take the L at Big Tens, and you know it's well documented. And I'm not even going to pick on you because you pick on yourself enough mm-hmm. on the podcast on Bash. And I, dude, I love your Bash podcast. And we'll I appreciate. Into- I appreciate that, dude. It's so funny. I'm like, I, the crazy thing is, like, I've known you or felt like I've known you forever, and it's like to hear you open up like that is so cool, man. It's awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, we we have fun with yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so before I get too sidetracked, but so you know, you you what was it like to kind of the mindset? You take the L of Big Tens and kind of turn it around at Nationals. Is it just like all right, just another match, man? Chop wood, carry water, bro. You know, Love it's just it. like it's just like yeah, it's a new day, right? We um like losing sucks. We hate it. Um, I don't like to lose, but you know, you're gonna wake up the next day. You know, hopefully, right? Um, and, like next day comes around it's the same thing you know you're you know back of the back in the grind right we're back in the room we're back in the lab mm. i'm trying to whether win or lose i'm trying to get better the next time i'm at practice yep. i'm looking at what i did wrong and i'm trying to improve on it and that's really it and you know at the end of the day for me if i can like look back and like yeah some of my big 10 matches you know i know i could have done better and like i'm not proud of the way i wrestled in some of them and that's fine uh it's but i know that now right mm. and like I know now there won't be a time where like I'll wrestle a match and look back and be like, man, I wish I could have done more because, because that's just really for me right now. That's, that's really all that matters. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I'm sure you'll trade. uh, You'll take those two national titles over the two big 10 titles any day. For sure. All right. So Chenzo, you know, obviously moving on to what would have been your senior year, you know, you wrestle the whole way through and obviously things happen that are out of your control COVID happens you know you wrestle big tens and you're getting ready for the national tournament and it gets canceled walk me through that day and what was that like 
it, it was sad, man. It was um it was Nick Lee's birthday. Oh man. <laughs> shitty, yeah. shitty birthday. Um but you know, we're um I'm getting ready to go to practice and Matt McCutcheon calls me because he's at uh or one of his he's at NAIAs or something like that because like he's down at life. Right? He's down at life, right? And he calls me, he's like, Hey, he's like, um, they're having a meeting right now at D three nationals, they're about to cancel D three, D two, and division one, like all right, like today. I was like, no way. They're like, they're already there. Like, there's people there, like warming up and stuff. He's like, no, they're canceling it. They're canceling you guys too. And I was like, all right. Like, I trust Matt, you know, with everything. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I believed it. And then another buddy of mine texted me and said the same thing pretty much. So I was like, I was like, this is, this is probably real. So then we went to practice and, uh, like, Coach Kale's like, talked to me before. He's like, he has a good speech planned. And I was like, dude, I think we're done. <laughs> you just come out and say it. Yeah, like because he like he didn't really know, and I was like, dude, I think we're done. And he's like, what do you mean? And then I told him, and then he started talking to you know other coaches, and like I see they're kind of on their phone. And then practice started. We played dodgeball for about an hour. <laughs> they and didn't then, want to break the and, and then they and then they canceled it, and then we all right. went home. Yeah, it sucked. It was really sad. I um, you know, I kind of ran out of the room. I uh. You know that that year meant it did mean a lot for me at the time. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm definitely over it now. Um, like I said, on to different things. Yeah, um, absolutely. But it was um, it was pretty devastating at the time. You know, like I said, over it. But we put a lot in for that year too. You know, I felt good. I think I was in probably the best shape that year than I ever had been while I was in college. Um, <laughs> And the fact remains, I mean, you know, you've said it on – I've heard you say, you think you would have beat them with Iowa for sure, right? I think we would have beat them, yeah. Right, yeah. I, 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 I really do. Bad. I really do. You can say whatever you want, I guess, after the fact. Any, anybody could say that they think they would have won that. Right. Really. Uh, not just us in Iowa, whoever. Right. But I think we I think we had a very – good good opportunity to to win that tournament but things happen yeah it looks like we'll never know but it's just mm -hmm. one of those things man it sucks that we never got to see it and i think it would have been one of the best uh it would have been one of the best national tournaments like, i think like you like you said i think that team race would have been crazy i think it would have been a very close team race i think we would have got them yeah but... i love it i love it <laughs> all right man so you take so you graduate and you stay around and you're still wrestling uh on the, um the senior level side of things what's it like switching you know you, you've obviously you talked earlier about wrestling at fargo what uh what's it like to kind of go back switch from folk style back to freestyle as your full-time uh kind of gig it's different yeah uh, i'm starting to like it and figure it out a little more no it's definitely Is it a transition for you or is like oh it's freestyle time now Nah, it's you know some people are like oh like it's wrestling's wrestling, mm -hmm. and I think that you know to a degree, but there's definitely some you know different like subtle things in freestyle, just position, mm -hmm. you know different positioning things like that, like how, where you are on the mat is mm -hmm. a lot different too. You know I can't wrestle with half my body out of bounds anymore, right? Like I, like I did in college a lot, so. Mm -hmm. You know yeah, I mean? give and take, right? And yeah. So when did you start? When did you start like wrestling freestyle? You talked about was it that that year at one thirty eight when you were in high school? No, I started wrestling freestyle. When I was probably like twelve, just okay. you know, messing around with it. Right. Um, I've always liked it. You know, I never made like a world team or really anything like that. I wrestled at the junior trials like one time, like mm -hmm. after my freshman year. That was really mm -hmm. it, though. And I 
lost him uh i lost to jason Nolf there so that's Dude, good if we had to go down if we had to go down a list of all the dudes you've wrestled beat or lost to and in, in youth or middle school i'm sure that list, hit list we, hit. we go for days yeah there's a lot of people because of like the just the people in the area like i remember watching you wrestling luke pletcher at a winter storm tournament at an ice arena and you guys battled. I'm like, these two dudes are so ridiculous. And turns out you're both, you know, NCAA All-Americans. I think that was the first time he beat me. And I think I freaked out. I don't remember what happened or what happened after the match, to be honest with you, Chance. I just remember uh, it unbelievable. Me and Pletch used to battle, dude. Yes. We had me and him wrestled all the time. We had some crazy matches. Yeah. yeah, because you guys were you guys were both smaller. He kind of stayed smaller and you got a little mm. bigger, right? Right. Yeah. But we used to wrestle all the time, dude. We we battled. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, you know, moving on, you kind of – so we're talking about, you know, COVID in a way definitely helped, in my opinion, wrestling move forward a little bit. You talk about you guys' NLWC cards and, and you know, Flow Wrestling put on a couple cards. And some of your teammates, David Taylor and yourself, Jason Nolf, all these guys, you know, Kyle Snyder, Thomas Gilman, all these guys are wrestling on these cards. Um. Do you think that in a in a weird way COVID kind of helped wrestling? Maybe. Right. We these cards are they're great. I don't know how feasible they're going to be long term. To be honest with you, I really don't. I don't I ask you that because the schedule to kind of make that work is tough, right? And wrestling's like, let's be real, wrestling's not that big of a sport, right? Right. So it's not like MMA where just random people are going to buy. It. Like you're a wrestling fan if you're watching it. Like you're not someone on the street that sees the advertising oh, i'm gonna watch that rest i'm gonna watch that wrestling match yeah that doesn't, that doesn't happen um i think they're great i think they're very cool i think i don't know like the like money like logistics right, of it right. or anything but if like if they work i think they're great um i don't like how usa wrestling like kind of just was like out of nowhere like hey we're gonna use these like for seating Mm, um yeah. i didn't love that because yeah people wrestled different weights like i wrestled i wrestled a match at 74 kilos mm -hmm. and i weighed in like two kilos under or something like that mm -hmm. like i was like just things like that like i yeah. i don't know um like and that happened to a lot of people like that happened to gilman too yeah just yeah. things like that um and that's something i guess that's kind of out of your control it uh, is it is yeah but i i think they're cool other than that so I um I was out at that whenever David wrestled Jordan mm -hmm. out of Nebraska and I was out there and Joey McKenna was out there wrestling too and I'm like you said I, I have a lot of friends in wrestling me right, and Joey right. me and jo Joey's my boy like we're we're close and um I was I actually coached him out there he didn't have any coaches or anything <laughs> and but he wrestled Seth Gross and those guys are not the same weight class like at yeah. all yeah. like you know Joey's a great wrestler Seth's a great wrestler but you could tell Joey had a little more power. For you sure. know, he had a little something for him that Seth, I guess, wasn't really ready for. And that brought Seth down to like the five seed or like something like that, you know, or I don't even remember. But and in just, a bracket where you have like Olympic trials, man, every single person is a monster. So yep. You got to make sure the seeding is right. You do. <laughs> and it, it's tough, man. That's crazy. Yeah. But like I said, though, long term, if you know, if they're feasible and everything, I think that. Yeah, I think that they could definitely. I'm not gonna say that COVID helped wrestling because I don't agree with that in general. Like, just, but I think that the COVID bringing those cards out definitely will and have been helping. Gotcha, gotcha. 
So moving kind of on to our final topic as we kind of roll through, man. Uh, you know, you're currently a wrestler at NLWC. Are you going to wrestle through the next couple of world championships, MMA? What are your future thoughts, man? Um, you know, I'm still figuring it out. I've, I'm wrestling right now. Um, going to probably dabble in some MMA. Yeah. We'll see how we'll see how that goes. You know, I've been a little here and there, but we're building the gym still. It's not really up yet. So right, right. That's, that's that's the tough part of that. But yeah, just wrestling. Looking forward to you know world championships next year. Whatever we can get into, we might be we might actually be having another card. Okay. You know, in a little bit, so that'll be exciting. But nice man, really yeah. Right now. Just training now just grinding man so for my last my last question and i ask everyone this and i i feel like it's probably an easy answer but i gotta ask anyways what's your favorite near fall or pin that you ever uh that you ever had in your career um favorite near fall or pen yeah I don't, it, i'm near falls with d hall so i gotta ask this question right so everyone thinks like my nsa finals match my freshman year. that's what i was just Probably. saying but, but dude, like I, I like so, I'm big on like, all right, like this was like a big turning point for me. You know, okay, this gave me, com- gave me confidence. Now so we're talking. All right. my my first pin ever in college was against Maryland. I couldn't pin anybody for like the entire year, and then I finally got a pin, and I was super, I was super excited about it. Like it was just like a cradle, like something stupid. Right. But like I couldn't, I didn't even pin anybody in my redshirt year. I wrestled at like D two tournaments. I couldn't pin anyone, <laughs> and like I, I would wrestle behind Zane and Jason Nolf. Mm. So, pin pin. I'm yeah. up after 141. I'm up. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so that oh one, that one finals match my freshman year for sure. Um, how about favorite, as how about as like you watching someone? Oh, Mark Hall pin and Caleb Romero in the BJC a couple years ago is one of Love my it. one of my favorites all time. How loud did it get in the BJC? It was it was electric, man. I love it, man. Yeah, That's that sad. um that mixer was dirty because like yes. you can you can hear their coaches be like, oh, watch the mixer, and he's like, <laughs> he's yeah, like, I'm, gonna, no. I'm gonna take a double with my head down from ten feet away anyway. Oh, I love it. That love was cool. That. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, Chenzo, thank you so much for coming on, man. Do you course, have anything man. else before we uh, kind of sign off? That's really it, that's really it, man. I appreciate you having me. This was fun. Cool, man. Yeah. And thank you guys so much for listening to another edition of Near Falls with Dia Hall. Tune in next week to when we have actually one of uh, Chenzo's good friends, Jake Wenzel, who's coming. Oh, let's go. I actually, so as you were saying that, I do have one thing. Go ahead. Shoot it out. If you tune in to this, you know, to Near Falls, try listening to Bashamania if you don't. Oh, yeah, bro. Anyone that's listening to me has got to be listening to Bash. Yeah, if you don't listen to Bashamania, it's a podcast I run with my guy, Justin Bash. Yeah. I'm on it, too. But um, we have some pretty good episodes. We get some pretty good content, some good guests. Yeah, it's, man. It's pretty fun. Yeah, and your guys, is, that podcast is uh, is lights out, no doubt. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Chenzo, oh, yeah. so much. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Later, guys.